Good morning. Today is February 15th, 2023, and you're listening to WRDW The Q. I'm Hannah Todd, and I'm joined with Brett Wood, Vice President of Robbie D. Wood. We're actually in his office. How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Hannah? Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for coming back. It's been 2022 since we last seen you. It's been a while. I've hibernated in the the deer hunting woods for a little while, but I'm back in the saddle full-time and ready to hit it hard. And where you hunt is the hunting season, deer season over now? It is. Yeah, I primarily just do some deer hunting, so I, I try to leave everything else alone, have some softball coming up with my kids the next couple of weeks. Be busy with that, but I'll be in here full-time again. What is this animal behind us? This is a sable. This came from okay. a, a ranch in Texas. Uh, never imagined that would be something on my wall, but that's what we have at this point. <laughs> or What is this considered, just a mount? It is, yeah. It's uh, forget the exact terminology they use for that type of mount, but it's uh-huh. a it's a pretty unique, very nice uh, mount there. So I enjoy having it in my office. Something unique. Well, hopefully the uh, deer hunters and other avid hunters in our listening group will appreciate this video. Then hopefully so. The sable in our background. Some may not enjoy it so much. <laughs> so thoughts on leadership? What's going on? Well, I think we've done a very good job with our leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. My dad, Robbie, and my grandfather over the years, they've really uh, had a culture, of, a family culture here. They really instilled that vision, I think, many years ago, and I think they've, they've done exceptional. I think the people we've hired uh, also uh, continue that, and I mm-hmm. think that's very important for what we're doing. Um, I think we empower our employees positively um, to help expand that culture. I think we hire good people with good character uh, that have our core values, and they really work to keep the family culture, and I think that's what's really given us a, a, an edge from our leadership. Uh, another great thing about our leadership, I think we're really good listeners across the board. I think through the WorkHound platform that we have, um, utilizing the, the open-door policy that we have and, and listening to our customers, we're constantly in communication uh, with those guys. So I think taking all that feedback from them, and then lastly, being uh, willing to change and adapt. Uh, you know, going back to 1965, what we started doing, and, and when my dad took over in 1980, hauling uh, coal, sand, and aggregate, and, and then we moved to waste, and now we're hauling chemical products. So, you know, the adaptations from listening to all the feedback over the years has really created who we are and, and how our leadership is presented. And I think our people uh, in leadership roles here have done an excellent job of, of being transparent and, and uh, moving that on along down the lines. And I uh, want to reinforce what you just said because we actually had a comment this week on WorkCount. Uh, we had a driver who commented from the Houston terminal who said, I've only been here a few weeks, but I'm really impressed with the atmosphere. I almost feel at home, which goes back to the family environment. Um, and I'm really thankful that I made the decision to come over here. So I think that's very good news and great information and just again reinforces the values and the culture that you and your family and our team are pushing all the way down to the people who are on the front line so that's very good news i agree do we have any changes coming internally uh no really new changes announced i don't know if you've announced on here before but trey is moving more into a uh, asset manager role uh, Jeff Beach has come on as our mm-hmm. maintenance director. So, um, you know, th- there's going to be some some learning curves there and some time. It's a, it's a marathon to get everything worked out the way we need to. But we found some needs there that I think really will help us as we move forward, especially with all the breakdowns and issues that we deal with now to keep trucks up and rolling. So uh, uh, those are the two big things that we have going right now. And I know uh, we've had some business opportunities to come back online in Mount Pleasant. 
what other business opportunities do we have on the horizon? Well, we've got a lot of our current business uh, partners that we're, we're getting a lot more RFP opportunities that we okay. haven't had in past years. Um, a lot of a lot of really positive feedback from our customers, especially on the chemical side. We've had a great reputation on the waste side for many years, but uh, you know to be able to have that same reputation starting to come out in chemical product within the past five years is just very incredible. I'm very proud of that. Um, but we're getting a lot of opportunities because of that. They're really liking what Robbie D. Wood is doing, how we conduct ourselves, how we do our business. So um, we're just seeing a lot more opportunities within those. And there are some new customers potential um, coming online as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what's to come later in 2023. Awesome. And then um, same way with terminals, lead load boards, any new news there right now? Uh, we're looking to grow at, at every load board, just like we have been organically. We think we do best at that, so we're still hiring everywhere we can. Um, like you said before, we had a couple places that went offline earlier in the year, coming back online in March. Um, and again, just these RFP opportunities, we see there's more growth opportunity. A uh, little bit limited with equipment. Um, as far as ordering new tractors, we can only get so many again this year uh, with some allotments. Uh, there may be a few extra that we can add on there, so that's going to depend a little bit on um, the equipment downtime and, and lease purchase, what all we're able to do. But we're going to continue uh, definitely to, to hire owner operators on all those boards and continue to, to get all the assets we can up and running and functional so we can really support our needs because I, I do think every board has some opportunity to grow. What does RFP mean? Request for pricing. Okay. Sorry about that. I use a lot of acronyms without That's explaining. Okay. So it, it's it's a bid. Okay. So just a, a request for a bid. That's right. Okay. Um, all right. So let's get a pulse on the transportation industry as a whole, as well as the specific industries that we're in, being tanker, chemicals, as well as hazardous waste as a whole. Well, I think trucking industry has got a pretty positive outlook. I know some businesses are, are struggling in some different industries than what we're in, but a pretty positive outlook. Um, the chemical product was really hot last year. We had a little slowdown, November, December, and January was a little slow to start, but the past two to three weeks have really started to improve. Uh, waste has had its cyclical uh, slowdown the first year a little bit, but it's starting to come online. We're hearing a lot of positives from our customers, a lot of opportunities. Like I spoke before on the chemical side, we're seeing a lot of opportunities um, that we've not had in the past. So I think we're, we're really looking good for for second half especially 2023 and even from now to till that second half i think we'll be strong uh will it be as strong as 2022 probably not i think that was an exception year but our goal is to try to get back to where we were in 2022 and i'm confident by mid-year we'll get pretty close to that even though the rates might be a, a little bit lower uh, that's just what the industry's bearing right now and usually around the time of the holidays things slow down so would you say that in 2022 reference in november and december that that was a typical it, it is. Or was it more than normal? It is. I think average? it started a little earlier in November. Okay. Um, on the chem chemical side, it seemed like in the past it held up closer to the holidays, but all of our business during the holidays has historically had a slowdown. That's that's nothing uncommon. Multiple right. boards actually shut down completely for a week or two, so mm -hmm. it's it's always been a challenge uh, to keep trucks rolling there, and, and, and I know it's frustrating to our drivers at times out there to see that slowdown, especially from the high we were on to, to go into that um, more normal slowdown season, but again, we're very encouraged about the, the positive outlook of what's coming, and we'll be able to keep people rolling and and really a shout out to all of our terminal managers and drivers during that slowdown um the willingness to work with each other and 
you know, run drivers on different boards, mm-hmm. communicate, uh, you know, swap trucks with different divisions and not just within chemical, but chemical to waste and waste to chemical. It was really encouraging to see everyone making it happen and giving these drivers work and, and keeping revenues on the trucks. And it sounds like for 2023, I mean, if we want to grow, the industry is giving you an opportunity to. So there's a positive outlook in all of this as well. That's right. Okay. So, um, you know, you mentioned the industry and that we're limited on the amount of trucks that we can order this year, but I do think that you probably have an equipment update for us where we are today. Yes, we have some new trucks here right now. Uh, We've got eight PTOs currently um, being swapped out as we speak. Uh, We have nine vans coming in. Uh, I think two or three are here on the yard today. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have five chemical product coming in this first quarter. Now, Everything's still subject to delays. That's what we're being told and expect. Um, so, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of transitioning right now. So, so bear with us. Obviously, we're still having a lot of equipment breakdowns. I mean, we've already had two trucks come in to swap for PTOs that we planned on selling, and, and we're running again just to keep the wheels turning and give the driver some revenue. So uh, bear with us as we go through the transition. It is challenging on everybody from operations to the driver to the mechanics. Uh, it, it is a, a difficult transaction to do, but we will try to make it as smooth as possible for everyone. Um, and then, so it sounds like a lot of the equipment that we're getting will then be not necessarily a net to add growth, but to replace so that all the current drivers should be getting, not all the current drivers, but current drivers should be getting updated equipment. That's correct. Majority. For the majority. We will look at some LPs on some of the mm-hmm. more reasonable mile trucks. Um, the higher mileage trucks, we just need to trade in and sell for what we're doing. So there will be a little bit of a net gain, but mm-hmm. nothing significant at this point. We're hoping later on in the year um, as tractors come in, because we've still got them come in in Q2, Q3, Q4. We'll keep having more equipment come in. And at that time, I can mm-hmm. see us adding and, and having more growth than right now, because those those trucks will not have as bad of as high of mileage that these currently will have. Well, I know that we want to grow, but I think that it's important going back to a culture and the family that we're putting family first. So I'm glad to hear that our, our current fleet will continue to have updated equipment. And that we're also not setting up people for failure as far as lease purchase goes with old equipment or high mileage equipment. That's not necessarily the safest as far as risk. Yeah. Yeah, the, that, that's been the, a priority of ours. Um, we've learned a lot with the, the LP program, and when we can get you guys in lower mileage tractors, that makes a, a lot more sense for everyone, for you, for us. Uh, Trey is going to be much more involved with the LB, LP program, so if anybody's interested in that, just contact him. I'm not sure what the current waiting list is, um, but, yeah, just contact him, and he can go over the, the – questions and, and issues you may or may not have on that and he's out of the office but he'll be back next hopefully week. next week yeah okay. he had a pretty significant uh, neck back mm-hmm. surgery so he's he's down and out this week but we hope the next week or two he'll be back in here and, and yeah if we you could give him a couple weeks to recover and uh, then reach out to him he's gonna have a lot to catch up on when he gets back in here well let's talk about some of the benefits that we offer at robbie d wood and some things that we are adding as far as benefits so um, claire and i discussed very briefly last week that you and the company has made a decision to add intercept rx we did yes yeah it was highly recommended to us um, by our insurance folks um, it, it's a tremendous benefit to the employees as far as prescription reduction in cost mm-hmm. um you know, some of our employees won't have any medications they're currently taking, but there's a significant amount of feedback that we've been getting already where, 
they're seeing a, a huge reduction mm-hmm. in their monthly cost on prescriptions. So it, it's definitely something I think every employee, if you take any medication whatsoever that's prescribed prescription, um, check it out. See if it's something that you should benef- you could benefit from. Um, from my understanding, looking at our plan, uh, there's a significant amount of opportunity to, to, to see those benefits. Yes, I actually got a list from Jenny, and she on the paper that she sent me, there's a ton of prescriptions that are named on there that do offer you those benefits. So absolutely look into it. Yep. Um, and how do they apply? Uh, they need to call, I guess, Jenny okay. um, to figure out exactly what we do. I know we sent some pamphlets out mm-hmm. to our, all of our employees and understand uh, they have an email distribution list. So you should have an email. if you Whatever email you have on file with the company, you should have some type of correspondence there to figure out how to apply. Or I think you're automatically enrolled in it, but seeing what um, – um, prescriptions you have specifically that would would qualify and I'm not sure that next step after that and I want to remind everybody about our current benefit as far as 401k to company drivers and company employees I mean it's always a good time to get enrolled if you're not the company doesn't match it's 50 cents on the dollar up to six percent of your income and you're fully vested after five years so I mean that's basically free money on the table anything you want to say about that Please enroll. I, I highly recommend it to everyone. Um, I did it before I ever got my first paycheck. Uh, every young person that's coming out of school, I've recommended that to family members, uh, friends, drivers. Um, it's a huge benefit. You don't think about the future and think about after work, which I don't want anyone retiring early here. So uh, not not promoting that. But uh, when you do get to that point, uh, it's just it, it's a tremendous benefit. It's it, the company wants to help you uh, for your your latter years, and uh, it, it's something again. It's free money, and and I don't know anyone that I've met yet that doesn't like free money. So, please take advantage of it. And isn't it also beneficial to the company the more people that enroll? It is absolutely yes. There's there's more. Uh, opportunity for reduction of their fees whenever we have more people enrolled. So each year they evaluate that. So yeah, the more people we get enrolled, the cheaper it is. So basically you get more bang for your buck on the 401k investments. Um, So independent contractors, I want to remind everyone to consider reevaluating your physical damage coverage, uh, whether it be with us or someone else. With the rate of inflation, several people, you know, you probably leased on prior to the pandemic. And as everyone knows, the cost of living has gone through the roof since then. So if you were to be in an accident and you haven't increased your coverage, unfortunately, you could be in a position where your tractor is valued at now, as far as being replaced, less than what you valued it at when you initially enrolled in physical damage. Has that happened to anyone here? Not that I've heard of yet, uh, but it is definitely a concern. I mean, used truck prices went through the roof last year Mm -hmm. and then um, they have started to come down but they're nowhere near as low as they were once upon a time so you're you're exactly right I think that's a very smart thing for people to to take a look at that and and get it reevaluated and make sure that they're covered because that's uh, the last thing you need is to expect to have full coverage and then you're you're not able to get the type of tractor that you want it or, or that you had before. And in general, financial literacy is just so important, and it's not something that a lot of us think about or we're comfortable talking about, but it is something that as a company we realize is very important for our employees and for our independent contractors. And we're actually going to be talking to a company next week who is supposed to, um, you know, if we consider doing a partnership with them, they'll continue to educate and 
promote financial literacy within our independent contractors. Because again, going back to the lease purchase program or, you know, just inflation or et cetera, we want to set everyone up for success financially. Um, it It's not good business for anyone if anyone fails. So anything you want to say about that? Yeah, that's something we've wanted to look into since we started the LP program. I mean, a lot of these guys that go into it are outstanding drivers, some of the best out there, but they've never owned that business. And there's some yeah. questions they have. They just don't know. Um, obviously, communicating with other co-workers and other LP guys or owner operators is, is valuable, but these, these guys are more professionals. They have all mm-hmm. the answers to some of the assumptions mm-hmm. or rumors. So I, I definitely think it's something that every owner operator uh, lease purchase should, should at least consider having a conversation with them. You know, it's a, I think a monthly type of program. So if it doesn't work, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they can cancel. There's no contract, no contract, anything like that. So, uh, yeah, we're getting some more information on it, but I think it'll be a huge benefit to folks. I get questions sometimes and and I'm good at a lot of things financially, Mm -hmm. but I'm not an expert in all the different tax laws and things that are, that are, these guys are. So, so there's definitely some, some very, very valuable, um, useful tools there. Yeah. I mean, it's just like anything. If I, if my, vehicle breaks down I'm not gonna call my counselor for advice you know if these people are doing this every single day with a whole lot of other independent contractors that they're doing business with they're obviously considered an expert in comparison to us or someone else who is an expert at driving a tractor or or driving a truck every day but that doesn't mean they're an expert at reporting their quarterly financial tax income. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's very complicated, and the, the tax yeah. laws change year to year. So, yeah, you need to talk with experts, and that's what these guys are. So uh, I, I hope a lot of you guys will take advantage of that when we get it implemented. Are there any other areas where we're looking for programs to fill voids or anything that you say, like, hey, we don't have this yet, but I see that our employees could benefit from this if we ever find something to fill a void? We're constantly evaluating programs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that we've gotten close to implementing and then backed out on. It just didn't make sense. Uh, there's nothing that I have right now on the radar that's that's close to coming to fruition. Obviously, the intercept is is a, a new thing. Just started mm-hmm. what January first of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll continue to evaluate programs or any benefits we can where we see value uh, to the employees to the company. But uh, I don't have anything sticking out right now. Well, let's move on to safety. So our uh, monthly safety meeting was uploaded last week to Sam Sarah as well as to YouTube. And we're going to review a little bit of that information. And then Brett, you just jump in as you want to as far as um, adding commentary. Um, This month's focus is on our inspection selection score as well as our um, CSA score. So where we line up uh, for crash indicator, we are one percentage point away from being on the threshold and we are at the cusp of the threshold for hours of service. So Eddie does a little bit um, more detail regarding those two basics for FMCSA. And then he also talks about the Sam Sarah scorecard, which is really cool because it is different than um, our driver incentive bonus criteria or something like that. But the Sam Sarah scorecard is related to your driving abilities um, or, you know, what they're doing as far as harsh braking, harsh cornering, speeding, uh, your following closeness, running red lights, rolling through a stop sign and every month Eddie announces our top five drivers based on the Sam Sarah scorecard and are you aware with this of this I am yeah that's something we've had a lot of conversations about Mm -hmm. he did this at his last company and it's something I've heard about doing 
Uh, we've talked about it in, in prior safety directors trying to establish something like this, but Sam Sarah gives us so much more ability to look at really the, the more important facts about safety. And the way we were trying to compile it before, this is it's been a game changer for us. And again, with Eddie's experience and background, I'm, I'm very pleased that we're finally getting to that point and we can recognize the better drivers um, from an all-around standpoint and not just a couple criteria like we've done in the past. Right. So um, we're looking at some different things. Um, haven't got everything nailed down exactly how we're going to utilize that going forward, but uh, there'll be a lot to lot more to come on the carrier scorecard there well and i'm going to just take a second to shout out our three top drivers um ed bishop Dwayne burbridge and geo mcclurg in that order all ran over ten thousand miles and scored a 100 out of 100 outstanding guys appreciate that and then also hazer jesus mccardo came in fourth and yolanda elliott came in fifth they also scored a 100 so all five Great. top drivers scored 100s and um yolanda i think it's important to note that she is a team driver so she did that she scored um a 100 and she had 8,179 miles in January. Um, Outstanding. The top three, they, they did that with over 10,000, and then Jesus did that with 9,700. So pretty incredible that you guys are covering that many miles in a month and able to maintain a 100. We actually had 20 drivers out of just under 250 to score a 100. Cannot complain to that. Thank yeah. you, guys. That's a, that's a large number. That's uh, A lot of people can't say that they have guys doing that well, so – uh, it, it just shows the character of our drivers and, and how good you guys are. Yes, and Dwayne Burbridge, who's, who's ended up being number two last month, um, Eddie takes a second in the video to shout out him specifically because when the Sam's Harris scorecard was implemented, he was around 60 on the scorecard, and he said, I will be in the top five, and he did it. And he said, so, you know, keep Great it job. up. Yeah, absolutely. And our company um, – in January, we had right at 1.8 million miles driven, and we ranked as a company as a whole at 91. So, and Eddie said, every month I say this, and every month I just continue to be impressed. It is incredible what we've been able to accomplish. So, thank you all for your safe driving and taking this seriously. Everything you're doing is going to continue to drop that crash indicator number, as well as just keep you and your family safe, as well as all the families that are around you. Yeah, we really appreciate all your help, especially with the CSA. That's what our customers see. Uh, they can pull it up in a in an instant and see where we're at. And, and we've been over it in three uh, in recent history. Mm -hmm. And that's very challenging to see as we're doing these RFPs, requests for pricings. They're looking at that. And if they see us over, you know, in poor categories, they may not give us that opportunity. So uh, it really helps us in a lot of ways, obviously, helping the public um, being helps safer drivers insurance. helps us insurance all the way around so mm -hmm. uh that that's huge it helps you with iss scores mm -hmm. you're not getting pulled in as often even though we need clean scores still clean inspections uh we do encourage you to continue to do that but we definitely appreciate your help this shows that uh, you guys are working hard and, and listening to some of the things eddie's are putting out there on how to assist especially with hours of service hazmat those have dropped drastically mm -hmm. in the past couple months uh we've had a a few small crashes lately most were not our fault so uh you know that that crash indicator may not come off next month but we're hopeful in a couple months as yeah. long as we continue to do a good job we'll have less of that so uh again thank you all for for doing a great job and make sure you're paying attention during the video when Eddie also covers the increase in clean inspection bonuses it's now going to move from just a hazmat um 
clean inspection bonus for the increase to across the board. If you have a clean inspection bonus, you can see that increase from previous um, bonuses, excuse me. All right, so uh, moving on a little bit, going back, I guess, to benefits and implemented programs, the way to wellness challenge, well worth the wait, excuse me. (laughs) Way to wellness is something else in Birmingham. (laughs) But anyway, well worth the wait, uh, our wellness challenge for 2023. If you haven't heard, we are doing one this this year, and it's a little bit different than we've done in previous years. So basically, it's a personal challenge, and for every pound you lose this year, you um, can earn $25. Whoever is our top I think three or five um, individuals who lose the most weight, their their dollar amount could actually be doubled. So make sure you're paying attention to that. And please get by a terminal by the end of the month, by February 28th, uh, to weigh in. You need to get by any of our terminals. Yes, we encourage you to compete in this. I think it's a great thing, a great opportunity. I know last year we had the, the top three or four or five, I guess, that, that received something. But this three way, three. everybody can, can receive something. So uh, as long as you put a little bit of effort, you can get a reward out of it. Yep. And I highly recommend it. And it's not just at the end of the year. I believe we also do a weigh-in in July. So keep that in mind. You know, that's, again, just free money and also free benefit as far as going back to Intercept RX. You may not even need Intercept RX if you can get off of some of these medicines because you have better control of your body, you know, as far as uh, your high blood pressure is now at a normal rate, your A1C drops because you're no longer consuming the same amount of carbs or sugar that you were before. There's just innumerable benefits to taking your health seriously and taking taking back control of it. Anything else you want to add to today's episode? No, just a shout out to everyone. Absolutely. Um, you know, I like like where we're heading in 2023. Like I said, uh, a little slow down to start the year off, but we're excited about a lot of things to come. Uh, we're going to keep working hard on our end. I know you are on your end and look forward to see where we go. Well, this is going to conclude this week's episode of WRDW The Q. I appreciate you listening. Tune in next week as we continue this season of WRDW The Q. Have a great day. Thank you.